Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode 72 of Enhancing Human Experience. Of course, this is the podcast where we talk about practical ways to consciously create and live your very best life, and more importantly, the life that you want to live, right? Not just go along to get along or live the life that you you were like kind of groomed to live or that your society or culture wants you to live, but the life that you want to live. That's the most important thing so that you can express the things that you came here to express, do the things you came here to do, and most importantly, be the person that you came here to be, right? We all have this inner wisdom, inner knowing inside of us. And when we line them up, line up with that and become that person and really identify with that, we can do our work that we came here to do in the world. So those are all the things we talk about on the podcast. This episode, I'm recording this on Friday night at like 11 o'clock here. And usually when it comes up to the weekend, I start thinking about the episode around Thursday. Yes, I'm a procrastinator. I will totally admit that. But it gives me, having the deadline of the podcast on Monday gives me a reason and like a a hard and fast deadline. I've got to get it done sometime during the weekend. Sometimes I, I usually do it on Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings when it's quiet. There's no potential garbage trucks running. There's no neighbors starting up their their diesel trucks and letting them warm up for 30 minutes, right? So I have to find these little quiet blocks in order to record a podcast because let's face it, I want to give you good high quality sound. And so I have to like get these little windows, but I also have to record the podcast when inspiration strikes, right? Um, And that's what happened just now because this episode... It was something I've had in, I call it like the percolator for a couple of weeks now because I write these little episode ideas down on three by five cards and keep a stack of them on my desk. And then, you know, I kind of look at it in this sense, like when the idea is ripe, I will pluck it and put it on the podcast. And then they, they kind of grow and ripen and get ready on the, on the vine until they're finally ready. And I think, okay, it's time to go with this. So I just... You know, I don't have like some of these podcasters or some of these bloggers have their content schedule built out sometimes months in advance, sometimes six months in advance. And you know what? That's the correct way to do it. That's the pro way to do it. I'm flying by the seat of my pants for the most part here with the podcasts that I do on my own, where I'm just sharing some of the information and knowledge that I've discovered on my journey a thinking and hoping that it would be beneficial to you on yours because you know we're all playing the same game here we're all up against our own conditioned consciousness and our own beliefs and patterns of behaving and so we're all pushing into the same thing in different ways right we're all we're all fighting our own selves and so the tools and these resources work universally so that's you know the heart of the podcast essentially but you know inspiration struck for this podcast this episode where we're going to be talking about the nature of the human experience as being one of expansion or one of wanting more. And when I say more, I mean that in the sense of like a deeper level of experience, more connection, more understanding, more awareness, and even more experiences in general. What I'm not talking about is more stuff and more things and more clutter in our lives because that's a whole kind of other thing. And we're going to touch on minimalism. I'm going to share my experience with uh, the minimalistic life and voluntary simplicity, which I was huge into 
about 10 or 12 years ago. And you know what? I received a lot of benefit from doing that because it helped me purge a lot of clutter and things from my life that then, you know, it makes you feel lighter to purge that stuff, doesn't it? And it gives you more clarity and helps you move a little better through life rather than having all this stuff cluttered around. But we're going to be talking about more in the sense of that, you know, doing what you came here to do more and having the experiences that you want to have, that you came into this life to have. One of the things that I'm starting to believe more and more is that we came in with an agenda and we may have gotten sidetracked a little bit and derailed a little bit in our early years, but at some point in time, we wake up to that agenda and we remember what we came here to do. Even though we have been maybe living in a state of delusion and misguidedness or misunderstanding or not aware of that agenda for a number of years, eventually we all wake up. And I think that's one of the awesome things about the human experience, because obviously there's a grander plan in in mind and a, and someone, someone or something at the helm that has designed it so that it's always evolving and expanding in the right way, not only as a whole, as the human experience as a whole, all the human beings on earth, or even if you want to go to the universe as a whole, it's always growing and evolving in the right way, but also our lives are always pre-programmed to evolve in the right way. Now, having said that, we can stifle it. And that's what we're going to, that's kind of the heart of what we're talking about on this episode of the podcast is, is not stifling our expansion, not stifling our desire for more, more rich experience, more experience in general, more understanding of ourselves. You know, this, this constant expansion that is always happening, you know, I, I believe it's part of the grand design and luckily so, because if it were left to us, and our monkey-like mind and our delusional mind, you know, sometimes we get it right. But as I've talked about a number of times on the podcast in different episodes, if we make decisions from the intellect, from the mind that is prone to get it wrong more often than it gets it right, we're going to be in a world of heartache. And I'm talking about the ego mind, the race mind, the mortal mind. This is the mind that causes all the problems that we have in in our own experience and in, in life as in general, right? This is the mind that puts crap into the environment, um, makes things that people don't need, that isn't isn't in alignment with their growth and their higher purpose. This is the mind that does all of the d- damage in the world. But it's, you know, as we know, the negatives are entangled with the positives. The blessings are the curse. Everything's kind of balled into one and we have to take the good with the bad because that's the experience that we're in. You know, this is what Abraham Hicks talks about as living a life of contrast. When we make a poor decision with our intellectual brain, our ego brain, trying to maybe play a power game or get something or somehow, you know, elevate ourselves at the expense of either the environment or some other person, we lose that game, right? Eventually we lose that game. We may win a few times, but eventually we're going to lose that game. And then we wake up and go, you know what? That didn't work. So luckily, if we if we're plugged in and if we're staying aware and really trying to be conscious of what we're doing, we don't make those types of decisions too often. For me, it ran in it ran in a group of three, and the third one is like, okay, I'm done. I'm done making the decision from an ego standpoint. I'm now going to only make decisions from a higher consciousness, higher self standpoint. That's the goal. That's the 
in my life, the, uh, the magic that happened just to say, hey, waking up to the fact that our ego mind, our race mind will, will, will hurt us. I mean, it doesn't have our best interest in heart at heart. And this is where we see people who are facing addictions or having relationship problems or financial problems, you know, not understanding that that ego set our ego self, it is not going to ultimately help us. So that that's kind of the essence of the podcast is this, the desire for more, in my opinion, is awesome. And if we channel it right, it's an exceptional experience. And it really does help us enhance the human experience. But if we're trying to get more from a from the ego game, which is never really satisfied, and that is the real key, isn't it? As long as we're satisfied with the process and satisfied with what we have and grateful with what we have and for what we have, then life becomes totally blissful and fun, doesn't it? As we push into more and more experiences. And we can even have material things as long as we don't just get the material thing and then put it on a shelf and go after another thing and don't appreciate that thing or experience or person. It's all about the appreciation, the satisfaction, and the gratitude. Those are the buzzwords that are at the foundation of having an exceptional experience in life. What do we know? I mean, we, have, we all either know people or have been in that situation ourselves where we're ungrateful, unappreciative, and unsatisfied. And guess what? I don't have to tell you how life is when you're in that state of consciousness, right? You already know. I already know because I've been in that state. And that's life is not very fun then. But when we're appreciative and we were thankful of having the experience and we're really in a deep state of gratitude all day long, then all those new experiences, all those material things or the relationships that flow to us are awesome, right? You've probably had this experience in your own life. When you cultivate that deep state of gratitude and thankfulness for your life and let's not forget love, right? When you wake up and say, you know what? I love myself, I love my life, and I love my work, I love everything in the whole world, and you radiate that out, isn't your life changed in those, on those days? It is for me. When I'm in that state, I feel like I could walk on water, and everything just lines up, right? As you're walking down the street, people are friendly, you say hi to them, they say hi to you. Everything just kind of uh, works in like concert, doesn't it? Everything's coming into the right place at the right time and you're feeling good. And it just is a, it's a flow, isn't it? When you do that love. So those things, you know, appreciation, gratitude, satisfaction, and maybe most important, deep love for where we're at, the things that we're doing, the projects we're working on, the just just for being here in life to have this opportunity, even for me to be able to have the opportunity to make this podcast, deep appreciation and love for the process and also you for listening to the podcast, right? Because it wouldn't really be anything if it was just me talking into the, <laughs> into the microphone and no one was on the other end. So I love the fact that you're listening on that end because otherwise it would be really boring for me, right? It would be boring if I didn't get subscribers on YouTube. It would be boring if people didn't comment and didn't give me a thumbs up or a like on the podcasts that they like, and maybe even a thumbs down on the ones they didn't because, hey, you know what? I'm all about the feedback and that feedback helps me too, right? Um, but anyway, so th this, this nature of more came about over the last 
number of weeks as I'm thinking about, okay, what makes us happiest in life? When is life really, really good for us? And I've had this realization, I'm coming to this realization that life is really good for us when we when we are pushing into more, when we're desiring more, and we want more experiences in general and a deeper experience, whether it's in relationship or in business or deeper level of understanding, um, more clarity on our life, right? But when more can become a problem is because is when, like I mentioned, when we're accumulating more and we're not appreciating anything we have, then no matter what we have or what amazing experiences we have in life, we will never be happy because we're not appreciative. We're not in a state of appreciation and gratitude. And so that's when more can be detrimental and like the dark side of more. And I think that's where a lot of the minimalistic movement and the voluntary simplistic movement voluntary simplicity movement grew out of because we become a consumer society that doesn't, a lot of people don't appreciate what we have. We have an enormous amount of material abundance and there's a large portion of society. And I was one of these, these persons and I still am to a degree, depending on how awake and aware I am on any given day, but way more so I'm way more awake and aware than I used to be when I too was trying to fill the void inside of me of I'm not enough with stuff and things and experiences, right? And then it was never enough because we're never going to fill that void with something from the outside. This is what I talked about in my book, Boundless Joy. We can't find the joy unless we connect with our inner joy and connect with that source. No amount of clothing or cars or homes or vacations or people will ever fill that void of I'm not enough until we turn within and fill it ourselves. And then we realize you don't need all that other stuff. You don't need the cars and homes and vacations. They become nice, like cherries on the top of our experience, but we don't attach our identity or happiness to them either. So that's the realization that I had when I was in that state of lacking on the inside. But, you know, back to this notion of the minimalistic movement and voluntary simplicity. I did go through that, and maybe you've gone through that yourself and had those experiences where, for me, what happened was not only did I adopt a minimalistic lifestyle and purge a lot of things from my home and my life, but unfortunately, what I also did was adopt a minimalistic or a voluntary simplicity consciousness. And that that is the real detriment as I look back and reflect on that. Because what, what that did is it it made me say, you know, this is like the mantra of the of the minimalist or the voluntary simpli- voluntary simplicity. That's difficult for me to say for some reason. The person who is living a voluntarily simplistic life, the mantra is, you know what? I am happy with what I have. I have enough this is what I need. This is what makes me happy. And you know what? There's certainly wisdom there, right? If there is a point in which time, at which time too much will make us actually more unhappy, right? But what happened with me is I had adopted that in my consciousness and I had adopted it from a state of, I'm happy with my experience in life now, with the money I'm making, with what I'm doing. I'm going to stay in this state. And it caused me not to push into, it caused me not to dream. It caused me not to hope. It caused me not to plan and design more experiences in my life. And this is what the crux of the podcast. And I want to make this really clear. And maybe you've been in this experience, maybe not, but it caused me to shut down 
on living my life. And I was kind of in one orbit, even though there are infinite orbits for us to be in or infinite states of consciousness for us to be in. I stayed in one state of consciousness for a long time, a lot of years, many, many years. And part of it was fed in through some of the spiritual and ideas that I was consuming at the time. Everything kind of converged at the right time. And my understanding of those ideas, some some of it was a little bit of a Buddhist idea of non-attachment and, you know, um, not wanting to want things, not wanting to grow things. And I was misinterpreting the, I feel I was misinterpreting the message of the Buddha, right? I now believe it's more of a a sense of just don't get attached to the things and experiences you have. That Having those things and experiences, I really feel now are, is why we're here. I really feel that we're here to grow and expand and experience, and that we are experiential beings. We're here to have the adventure. We're here to do things. We're here to conquer ourselves. And by that, I mean push through our limitations, push through the beliefs that we have had in the past, and grow and like push into that that fear and that doubt and that anxiety. And this is what, you know, ancient Greeks and talked about conquering the self, right? I forget what, what uh, person that was, but you know, when you conquer self every single day, then you win, right? This is again, what Stephen Pressfield's talking about in his, all of his works where he's talking about the resistance, facing that resistance. Sometimes I call it slaying the dragon that we have to do it every single day because we've now pushed a little bit further, right? And every time that kind of comes, our life kind of comes back in on us and we're never done. And it, it gets easier, I think, because we know one time we slay the dragon, we can slay it again the next day. And one time we finish a project, we the next time we have a project, we can look back and say, you know what? I already finished a project. I'm already, a, I was a winner then and I'll be a winner again, coming up against my own self. Those are the kind of things that I think about. But, you know, it comes back to this, idea of is is pushing in more and wanting more in your life a bad thing and i believe it is absolutely not a bad thing one of the things and this relates to what we're talking about here on the podcast one of the things that i've been doing lately i've always had this kind of uh, fascination and love of advertising and marketing i love studying the great advertisers you know when advertising was was getting rolling in the united states and i don't mean like maybe mid to early 1900s, I mean more like in the 50s and 60s when the big name brands, maybe even into the 40s, I don't know the time frame exactly, but um, those were the times when the big name brands were starting to really get that this notion of, hey, advertising can be a big win and a big boon for our business if we do it in the right way, if we're creative about it, if we design or come up with ideas that really resonate with people and you really put your finger on the connection that we all have. So I've, I'm, I've really been fascinated with that lately. And there's this guy named George Lois, and he was big in, uh, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And actually, he is the character that it, I think and he even talks about this as well, that Mad Men is loosely based on, right? This this like uh, kind of, I want to say it like fantasy, not fantasy, but um, they're idealizing the advertising industry or the advertising firm in that time frame, right? I'm, I don't know, was it 60s, 70s? I don't watch that show, but he talked about it in, in one of his um, videos or a book that I read about him. And he said, hey, you know, 
even though they're maybe loosely basing that on me, my advertising firm was not like that. And he kind of squashes it down because you know how Hollywood can put silly references in and they talk about, you know, objectification of women and, you know, the smoking, the drinking and the a lot of things that he was like, okay, these have nothing to do with what my firm was about. You know, his firm was about creativity and coming up with these awesome ideas. But one of the things he said, and this really struck me because I've been in the opposite shoes of what he said. And he said this, he said, I love create creating stuff. He says, the creative process for me is pure bliss and pure fun. He has fun in the creative process. Now, let's counter that with some of the artists who are living in the world now and or who have not been in the world for quite some time. And the creative process is very frustrating to them, isn't it? Some of those artists, and we all know an artist like this, have taken their own lives because they're in so turmoil of one, maybe just life in general. Maybe they've had past experiences that fed into it, but I have a really strong hunch because I have firsthand experience with this, that a part of that inner turmoil is because of the creative process and they don't necessarily enjoy creating. Maybe it's like a stifled creativity or uh, their level of awareness for what creating really is or could be is not there. And so they finally reach a point where it's so hard to create stuff, even though they're called to do it, even though we as human beings are all creators, right? This is why we are talking about this. We, we need to create our stuff. We need to create our work in the world or it becomes stifled and then it has to be, you know, it kind of contorts and disforms and becomes uncomfortable for us if we're not expressing in whether it's singing or speaking or art or building something or whatever, right? There's infinite channels for us to channel our creativity in. But if we don't channel the creativity, then we're in a world of hurt because we're creators and naturally the life force is flowing through us and wants to create, wants to create. But if we don't create, then we got a world of hurt. And I think that that misunderstanding or kind of disforming of the creative process is what so many conflicted artists find themselves in. Whereas George Lois said, hey, I love creating stuff. And you know what? He created a lot of cool stuff, advertising campaigns, um, just all sorts of creative stuff. It just flowed out of him, just like it flows out of you, just like it flows out of me. It, It wants to come out. And that's where the wanting of more is at, right? I really believe that there is an infinite stream of ideas that can come through us into the world to make the world a better place, to make it more fun and enjoyable, um, to make us like our lives better, right? And we, if we nurture that stream of creativity and channel it in the right way that is, that is right for us, because some people are really good in certain areas of life. Like some people can sing. I can't sing. Some people can build stuff and draw stuff. I I don't want to be that type of person. I don't want to be that creative person, but I like create, I like bringing ideas into the world just as much as you do, just as much as the next guy. And so that's the, that's this notion. That's where we get our more. When we bring an idea into the world, our life expands, our awareness expands. We're slaying that dragon. We're facing that resistance and we're having a deeper experience because of it. And so at the heart of this episode, 
my, I guess, uh, idea that I want you to contemplate that I've been contemplating is, do you or have you had a negative perception of more or a negative perception of expansion? Because let's face it, there is a lot of talk out in our world and a lot of people say, you should live with less, you should get by with less, you should even maybe be less, you know, that's maybe a little bit outlandish, I realize that, but and really compress down, maybe drive a smaller car, maybe the, all these things, which I'm not labeling any of those things as good or bad, but if it's the if it's the way we approach it as a stifling, as um, not in alignment with what the really what the human experience is really about, then we can run into problems. And again, speaking from my own experience, living a life of less, you know, this whole notion, less is more, one of my favorite architects, Ludwig Mies, Van der Rohe, he designed awesome modern buildings in Chicago and other places around the world. You know, he coined that phrase, less is more. But how do we, how are we perceiving that phrase? How are we understanding it? If we're understanding it in a sense of less experiences or more, then we've got a real problem, don't we? But maybe we look at it in the sense of less material objects is more or less um, adornment or um, decoration is more. Now I can buy into that, right? Because we can put a lot of stuff on things. Again, speaking from an artistic or like an architecture standpoint, and it can be too much, right? Then life will be the thing we created won't be awesome. And there's this, you know, theory in design and and art that you're you take away everything that doesn't support the ultimate piece that you're looking at, and then you're done. Like. I forget who said it, but it's like you 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 take everything away that that isn't helping that thing or isn't like making that thing better, and you're all done. Like that that's like one of the nature of design is how much can I take away and still have this thing be perfect? It's like this sweet spot, right? But we don't want to really we we do have to do that to our lives to a degree, but we don't want to get caught in that notion of. I'm not here to expand or I'm not here to have more rich experiences because I really believe we really are. So that's kind of what I wanted to share with you on the podcast today. Maybe you're having this experience or it's this epiphany in your own life. I think sometimes we all have these kind of ideas at the same time. But again, you know, just back to this notion of life, I believe, is expansion. It's it's a sense for more. It's a wanting for more more deeper connection, more rich experience. And it doesn't have to be, you got to do everything or you got to have and own every, you know, gadget and thing in the, on the planet. I don't think that's where it's at. I think it's sometimes more, it's like drilling down into an experience. I know that when I practiced Aikido and I've seen other martial artists talk about this or other artists in general or builders or whatever, their more comes from when they get a deeper understanding of the thing they're doing and they drill down as opposed to like a broad a, a breadth understand a broad understanding of a subject their more comes when they drill down and i think that's a really good metaphor for us to think about as well in the sense of you know getting a deeper understanding deeper level of awareness and having that be our more like a more uh more deeper understanding so i hope that's helpful to you you know as you head off into the the next week and think about you know, how you can enhance your experience and have better experiences. And again, it's a mindset shift to go from thinking that more is bad, 
right? Because there's a lot of that in our con- in our consciousness collectively now to more is good and expansion is good. We just have to be conscious about the more that we do, right? And the, and the way we expand and the way we design our lives. It's all... It's all in that design, isn't it? So that's one of the things I wanted to share with you on the podcast. Okay, let me share a couple of things like housekeeping items before we wrap up today. As always, if you like this episode, I would love it if you would leave a thumbs up on YouTube. And if you want to subscribe, that's super awesome too. One of the things on my list, and I actually started this the other day, is to do more vlogging and share more about the process that I go through in you know, building an online business and also some of the projects that I'm working on on the side. I'm working on a super top secret project right now. I say that kind of with like tongue in cheek, but something I'm really excited about that I'm not ready to unveil yet, but I'll be unveiling it in a blog post and of course on the podcast, but I'm going to be sharing more behind the scenes stuff and process stuff and even inspirational stuff and motivational stuff that I think might be beneficial to you on your journey in my vlog. For a long period of time, I kind of was like, well, what do I want to share on the vlog? And I really didn't have a clear direction, but I've recently got a lot more clarity around what I want to do on the vlog and something that I think will be entertaining, hopefully entertaining, and also valuable to you on your journey, because that's what we do here, right? I'm not here to just talk fluff and waste your time. I know you have hopes and dreams and things you want to create and the person you want to become and things you want to do. And and my goal is to help you do that in my small way. So that's that's what my, my objective is. So look for more vlogging on my YouTube channel. You can find my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash gmarkphillips. Let me see here what else I need to tell you. Um, I think that's it. That is what we need to do. And so we're going to wrap it up at that point. And until next time, I really do wish you all the best, health, wealth, and success, and expansion of your experience and super fun experience creating the things that you came here to create. All right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.